0: Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, pastor of community and discipleship at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina. And I am joined, as always, by my euphonious wife, Betsy. <laughs> are you ready to make music, Betsy? Is that what that means? Yeah, it means, it means to be melodic in your personality and words. And
1: oh, that's so kind. You are most
0: certainly euphonious.
1: Wow, thank you.
0: Well, today on Intersect... Here's the title, Nothing Worthless Before My Eyes, and Bets, you're going to talk about the inspiration for this episode that you drew from one of the Psalms, but what we want to talk to y'all about today is how we are called as Christians to really give careful consideration to what we look at, mm. okay? Now, in one way, that's the most obvious thing in the whole world, who doesn't know that, what Christian doesn't know that. But as we dig into this topic, I think we're going to tease out a number of of implications that, that people may not be thinking about that we weren't necessarily thinking about until we started to dig into this episode. So things that we're going to talk about, renewable and non-renewable sources of energy, mm. we're going to dig into that later. We're going to talk about Netflix, Hulu, YouTube TV, probably the other thing that came out yesterday that's some new TV service because <laughs> they're coming out like every day. So all true. kinds of stuff. We've got a lot of good stuff ahead. So, Bets, let's just jump right in. First of all, th- to set the table, work and sleep are the sort of dominant um, placeholders for our time and our lives, okay? Mm-hmm. But especially if you look at the, the swath of human history, we have never had as much leisure time as we have today. Yes, true. Right? hmm Right? I mean, what was a hobby a thousand years ago. Right. Who you know? had
1: time for a hobby?
0: It was probably, I'm chasing the wild boar yet again <laughs> with my stick and rock, okay? Because- Maybe that
1: became fun somehow. Because,
0: because we want an appetizer for dinner this time. We've already got some rice and some, I don't know what I'm talking about. But the <laughs> point is, hobbies, we've got them. We've got time. We've got, you know, all kinds of, we've got resources, at least here in the West we do to do all sorts of things, Mm -hmm. and how do we think about this time?
1: Right. I think as, um, you know, the Industrial Revolution has changed our lives and has just changed human existence in so many ways.
0: Automation. Yes. Things like that. Machines. Yep.
1: So um, the the one thing that we're... The implication of the Industrial Revolution that we're thinking about today is just the increasing number of leisure hours that we have. Um, And... As you said, Josh, endless entertainment options are available to fill our leisure hours.
0: Yeah, if you think about sort of the evolution of leisure, you know, at first it was setting um, limits on on how many hours a day a worker would work, which are good things. You know, child labor laws. Mm-hmm. Hey, praise God that ten year olds don't work twelve hour days anymore. Right. Uh, but but even when those laws were passed, the the options for entertainment were not as ubiquitous as they are today right right so first we first we moved to we have we don't have to work as much now we're moving toward holy cow there are so many different things i can do with this time
1: that's right so we were thinking about um just all the different options that we have all of the ways that um we get sucked into different entertainment options that that fill our hours um, and I was challenged a while back. Um, my friend Brooke clued me into the two-year Gospel Coalition reading plan for, to read through the Bible in two years. The way it's structured is you read um, a chapter or two of either the Old Testament or the New Testament. So you go through, you know, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation. So you do those couple chapters, and then you also read a Psalm or a Proverb. Um, So, in doing that, you know, I've read through Psalms and Proverbs a couple times now. So, a while back, um, I was struck as I was reading Psalm 101, um, I'm sure I'd read it lots of times before, but just reading it with fresh eyes, this is what David says in Psalm 101, Um, starting in verse 1. He says, "I, "'I will sing of steadfast love and justice to you, O Lord. I will make music. I will ponder the way that is blameless.'" Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not, not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. Mm. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. Mm. And that just really hit me afresh. You know, David's talking about how he's how he wants to be a righteous king um, over Israel, and. Just the part where he, he talks about, um, I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. A perverse heart will, shall be far from me. That's in the ESV. I also looked in the NLT, the New Living Translation, um, and that translated the verse, I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I will reject perverse ideas. Um, and how fascinating that was to me, particularly the word that the ESV uses there, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. Mm. How much worthless entertainment do we have in our culture today? Like, how many things can we spend our time on that are, at the end of the day, worthless?
0: Yeah. One of the things that immediately strikes me about this psalm is that even in David's day, I'm pretty sure he didn't have Netflix, right? <laughs> don't, you, don't you think that's a solid bet?
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs> Even in
0: David's day, now he was the king of course, but still there there was enough things that he could think about as he just looked out on the world and said that's worthless. Mm-hmm. That's vile. Mm-hmm. That's that's not worth my time. Right. And so for for all of human history there has been uh, a temptation to uh, have our eyes drawn to that which is not pleasing to God?
1: That's right. So our question for today is: um, How do we live with integrity of heart within our houses, and how do we avoid that which is worthless? Um, so, digging in a little deeper, I think you can draw a distinction between things that are worthless and things that are evil. So follow me here, and. You, as our listeners, as always, are welcome to disagree with us on any of this. We just like to be the pot stirs. You know, Mm -hmm. we like to come in and stir the pot. Yeah,
0: email us. Tell us we're wrong.
1: Yeah, please tell us. Um, So anyway, these are things that came to mind when I thought about how can we spend our time in a way that's worthless, that's not, you know, we could be doing things that are so much better. So, um, you know, a lot of things come to mind. There's lots of stuff on the internet that's worthless, good heavens. Like, here's something that that always strikes me on the internet. It's the articles that list stuff, right? These suck me in and I'm always like, oh, this is not worth my time.
0: It's clickbait. Yes, it is. It's clickbait,
1: exactly. It's like nine ways to take off your baby weight or 10 ways to improve the value of your home or um, five strategies for better behaved kids, Mm -hmm. right? It's always those lists. And I read these and I'm like, I already
0: knew all of this. Yeah, the ones I'm (laughs) clicking on are like nine ways to eat an enchilada you know. No. Uh, <laughs> How many ways can you eat mental? Well, them? you know, I mean, I'm t- they are more like food things or oh, or, okay. or like sport or sports things or something. I'm not so much concerned about the baby weight. But <laughs> but yeah, there's a million of those lists. They keep making them. Obviously, we're clicking on them or they right. wouldn't or they wouldn't keep making them.
1: Right. I think those are so appealing cuz you're like, what am I missing if I don't read this article? Um so that was something that came to mind right away. How about celebrity gossip? Oh gosh. Is that not pretty worthless? I mean, Talking about like yesterday, this is this is a true story. I was I was on my phone just reading headlines, and here came an article talking about how Chloe Chloe Kar- Kardashian had um, botched photoshopping, and one of her thighs looked bigger than the other one.
0: Yeah, that's truly <laughs> this is worthless. worthless yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the most worthless bits of information I think I've ever heard. Yeah, right, yeah. right. right, right, right. <laughs> of course, I've read a million things equivalent.
1: Yes, just yes. so something else maybe. Yes. Um, so, so this is what we're talking about when we say things that are worthless, but things that are so easy to get drawn into maybe, you know, YouTube videos of, of dumb stuff or, um, let's be honest, a lot of social media is probably can tend that way. Not that it, there's a gr- there are great ways to use social media, but sometimes, you know, when you're just like, uh, scrolling on and on when you do know that you should be doing other things. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm.
0: So for you, I mean, for me, in all seriousness, I know that I like to follow sports headlines like... Things you know, LeBron James and the Lakers are struggling right now. Th- things of that nature. So for me, it's sports, and sometimes it's politics. What what, what would it be for you, Bets?
1: Um, yeah, probably the you know random news articles that aren't really helping me, or um, you know, YouTube videos of dumb stuff yep, that's yep, not really, okay. yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what it, what. What I was thinking about thinking about the worthless category, and then there's obviously the evil category yep. um, that David refers to as well, like a, a perverse heart. I will know nothing of evil. That you know, there's pornography, there's um, just salaciousness, there's lewdness, there's yep. all kinds of gossip. Yeah, gossip, slander. slander. Yep. You know, there there are clearly things um, that we can spend our time on that are purely evil as well. Yeah, um,
0: stand up comedy that just is vile. Right. You know? Yes. Online gambling, which is now that the Supreme Court has said that sports gambling is legal everywhere, Mm
1: -hmm. gambling
0: is going to be a bigger issue in our society. I'm convinced of that.
1: Right. So, you know, there's that obvious category of evil. So even if we're not involved with the evil uses of our time, how many things do we consume throughout the day that just fall into the worthless category? That's kind of what we're focusing on today. Um, so, you know, the Bible tells us in so many ways that time is a gift. Um, you know, another Psalm, Psalm 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Um, so guys, we're going to go to a little bit of earth science. Okay. This may take you back to, um, elementary school probably, and we want to talk about renewable and non-renewable resources. I'm
0: thinking about the magic school bus.
1: Yes, Miss Frizzle. Miss
0: Frizzle. That's what yes. I'm, that's where I'm at. That's I my love science. her.
1: She's so funky and fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Renewable resources. Remember, those are things in nature that either regrow or, you know, uh, you can re-tap them and use them over again. So those are things like wind, water, wood. You know, you can plant a tree and, and, and it'll come back up. Um, biomass, which means the energy from plants. Solar energy. Those are renewable sources of energy. Then you've got the non-renewables like um, oil, cool. natural gas, coal. Yeah, those are things once you've used them, they're gone. So this is my point in that. Time is a non-renewable resource, right? Um, Can't get it back? That's right. Our pastor, George Crow, just made the point recently in a sermon, today is a one-time gift. Mm. I love that. The that's time great. that we're given today, we're given today and we'll never get today back. Mm. So in that sense, time is a non-renewable resource. So um, the question for us as Christians is, how do we use the time to the best advantage? So... Um, It's just easy for us to just drift into what's easy and comfortable, right? The path of least resistance um, to do, you know, as we have that leisure time to just say, well, the easy thing because I'm tired would be to do this or that. Um, But are we really examining how we use our time?
0: Sure. Here's an objection. Hey, but Betsy, I'm forgiven in Jesus. So as long as I'm not doing the clearly sinful evil things, isn't that cool? Mm. I wonder how Paul would respond to that. Oh wait, I know. Oh, because in First Corinthians, that was a good setup there. First Corinthians ten, <laughs> literally, I'm just quoting the Bible right now. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. Mm. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is constructive. Mm. That's the NIV of 1 Corinthians ten twenty three. So Paul, Paul obviously he gets it. He's like, look, God's not going to love you more. You're not going to earn your salvation. If you you know do um, do this or that, but he's really challenging them on a stewardship level, right? Of of how are you going to use your time, your money, your resources? It may not technically be sin, but does that mean it's the best use of of what God's given you?
1: Exactly, yeah. Because you can you can say, well, they're like we said, they're the things that are technically evil, but is something just maybe a poor investment of your time? Because God cares about how we use all of our time, so. We're not saying that it's, you know, a waste of your dime to relax with your family and watch a movie. Um, of course not, right, Josh?
0: Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think where it goes down to is, uh, and I've always, you know, I'm still growing and and really, you know, considering this. But God's given everyone the same amount of time. Hmm. He hasn't given everyone the same amount of money. We obviously know that. But he's given everyone the same amount of time. And I think for all of my life, I've known that money is something to steward. And and there's a limited amount of it, and I have to be careful, and God cares about it. But I feel like it's as I'm getting older that I'm really thinking about time as something to steward. Mm. And I think part of that is when you're younger, you do feel like you just have forever in front of you.
1: Right, and you're bored all the time.
0: Yeah, you're bored. And, I mean, isn't it funny when we hear our kids say, I'm bored?
1: Yeah, It's like...
0: What is that?
1: Right. (laughs) I have 500 things I could and should do right now. (laughs) Was I
0: ever, I mean, was was I ever bored at any point in my life? Right. But, uh, you know, so so when you're a kid, you got all this time, and you're an adult, you don't have any time. And, you know, as I'm getting older, though, I'm more, I'm seeing that it really is true that time is money. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, hey, look, I've got as much time as Bill Gates has, as Jeff Bezos has. And- how am I gonna steward that? How am I gonna use it um, in a way that, that God wants me to?
1: That's right. Yeah, also looking at that last, um, looking back to the the psalm again, um, David talks about that, that phrase, I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. That's also another phrase that I just love, mm. and um, thinking about integrity, the way that I like to think about integrity is like being one person in every setting, not like... Don't have a public you and a private you, um, but trying to be the same person in in every setting. So like the way that I've thought about it before is I would hate for our kids, for example, to get to adulthood and people say to our kids, wow, your mom, man, she was such a nice person. She must have been a great mom. You must have had a great time with her growing up. And actually our kids are like, well, really, when she was home, she was a witch. <laughs> She was only nice when she was out in front of people. Um,
0: Yeah, the the classic Jekyll and Hyde. Exactly, which is hard for all of us. It is obviously nobody behaves the exact same way, right?
1: Because you're comfortable with your family, yeah, right, and that's good. We you should be comfortable with your family, but but more and more, I think as we cultivate integrity, it's like, would you be okay with everyone seeing your viewing history on your phone? Would you? um, How about your recently watched folder on Netflix? Um, you know, integrity means that you're um, you're just living with a moral compass that doesn't waver. Yeah,
0: and Jesus is the only person in human history who was the exact same that's right. person. That's right. Not ninety nine point nine percent was the exact same person that's in right. every setting. Yep. And that's our goal: Conformity right. to the image of Christ.
1: And obviously, we're we're not going to make that in this life. Um, but more and more, we can pray that God will. Um, Enable us to grow in integrity and to making wise choices as we uh, use our time.
0: Bets, let's jump into some specifics here about ways that all of us, including us, okay, we're not we're not preaching here. No way. We're looking at our own lives. Oh yeah. Ways that we're prone to use our leisure time. We've got Netflix. Um, there's Hulu. Mm -hmm. There's YouTube. There are there are video games out there. Mm -hmm. They keep getting better and better. There's just so many different options. And, and we want to be good stewards. I would say this. I was just thinking about something like video games as an adult, playing video games as an adult. A lot of adult guys play video games, by the mm-hmm. way. You know, I don't know if you know that. A lot of adult guys do. I'm not going to sit here and say an adult should never play a video game because at the end of the day, how different is it to watch an NBA game versus playing a video game? Mm-hmm. But I would say things like here's here's how you would consider this from, this, uh, from the standpoint of this topic. How long am I playing the game for? Obviously, what is the game? I mean, some games right. probably cross the line with violence and sex and that sort of thing. Sure. But how long am I playing? Am I am I totally isolated when I play the game? So, for example, if I'm watching an NBA game on my couch, hey, my kids can still come up, give me a hug, ask me a question, whatever. I'm still present with the family. But if I'm in a, in a back room with the door locked and the head, headset on because I'm playing Call of Duty or something... I'm not as accessible to my family. Sure. So again, that's one of those things. It's not necessarily sinful that I'm playing the video game, but am I am I approaching this from all different aspects and thinking about how am I stewarding this time? Mm-hmm. I have talked to people in the past who've been like, yeah, there were times where I was playing tons of video games and I wasn't around for my family. Mm-hmm. And I've heard women say that too about their sure. husbands.
1: Sure, sure. So, and I'm sure some women play video games as well.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. sure. We're not sexist here. No, <laughs> there, there could be the best video game players out there in the world. Could be a lady. That's right. So <laughs> the point is, and obviously Fortnite is like owns the world right now. That game is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. The point is, how do we how do we approach this biblically? Paul wouldn't say, "Oh, it's sinful that you play a video game." He would he would raise these different. Is it beneficial? Is it constructive? How are you balancing the other responsibilities that you have in your life? Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I just wanted to add one more thing, um, talking about how little choices add up over time. So um, another podcast I really like is John Piper's podcast called Ask Pastor John. It's just really quick. They're like 10 or 12 minutes. Um, he takes questions from anybody, I guess, and then he's just—so it's just answering a question.
0: And I can I just say, I love what you call John Piper in our house, which I'm now sharing with everyone. Johnny Pipes.
1: Johnny Pipes, which know. is
0: amazing, which is a term of endearment. I would, I would say, Doctor Piper. You know, I would, if I met him, I respect that guy to the moon and back. But yeah. Johnny Pipes. Anyway, keep going.
1: Yes. So anyway, um, he had a question once. Um, a, a reader or a listener um, asked the question: I have an hour a day to read. How should I break that up between scripture and reading other books? You know, so. John Piper said, in his opinion, you know, read 45 minutes a day of, of scripture and 15 minutes in um, a, a, a book of some kind. But anyway, this is my point in saying that 15 minutes a day of reading a book. That doesn't sound like that much, right? But he broke it down. He had counted like average number of words on pages. How much do you read per uh, minute? You know, he broke it down and he said, um, for the average slower reader, Reading 15 minutes a day, you can get through 12 substantial books in one year. Yeah! Wow. So that's to say, you know, these these moments that we feel like, well, I don't really have enough time to get into anything good, so I'm just gonna, you know, watch a YouTube video or something. Again, not that that's always wrong, but the power of the little choices do add up. Like here, here you go, 15 minutes a day of reading a book, you only get through a few pages. But in an entire year, you've really knocked yeah. out some good reading. Yeah,
0: it makes sense because psychologically you feel like, well, if I don't have at least a half hour right. or an hour to it's read the even book, what's it. the point? Right, yeah. right. Yep.
1: But the point is maybe some of those minutes that are devoted to things that are more worthless could be devoted to a project like writing a thank you note or you know, reading a few pages of a book or uh, folding a load of laundry. That That's, you know, those are the things that... I would like to grow in devoting my time to. Hmm.
0: Uh, A final point from me as we wrap up, as we think about our leisure, and uh, you know, of course, the amount of options is never going to go down; it's only going to go up. Uh, And and again, we're not saying it's wrong to enjoy all the good things of life and family movie nights and date nights and you know whatever you enjoy, you know, as long as it's not sinful. But one thing I think that's we should remember as Christians is that we should challenge ourselves to do hard things. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does that look like in your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're someone who doesn't like reading, can you challenge yourself to read a, a, a really good Christian book that you know is really good? Mm-hmm. Challenge yourself. Set a goal. Do something hard. Mm-hmm. Because leisure, by definition, I mean, is, is something easy. And You know, the origin of it was you worked really hard at work, so then you wanted to relax. Mm -hmm. But increasingly, in in the way our society looks today, how can each of us, including myself, challenge ourselves to do something hard Mm. that we know is good for us? Mm. As always, we would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review. And I'll tell you, folks, we've gotten some awesome reviews that have been so encouraging to us, some great ratings. The reason we would love for you to do this is because the more ratings and reviews that we get, the more it helps other people find this podcast. It's not about us. It's about if you feel like other Christians would benefit, other people would benefit from listening to this podcast, you can directly help that mission by reviewing and rating, and that helps the podcast to come up when people search a a topic. It would help our podcast come up quicker when they're looking at that topic.
1: Also, if you have any feedback, if you would like to push back against anything that we've said today or... Um, or any other episode. Any other episode, please send us an email. It's intersect at com. We would uh, love to hear from you. Thanks for cu- tuning in today.
0: Yep, see you next time.